This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. Riverdish. Hey, River Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam. We are back, you guys. Woo! We're back, bitches! Did you think we'd leave you? Never. Leave you, leave you, how could we leave you? Anyway... Season three, can Season you believe three. it? I, I can't believe we're here doing this, no. How are you feeling preparing for 22 more episodes? You know, I'm hopeful this season. I think the writers have had a summer to get it together, and I think with the show's success, they're going to they're gonna do better, like most of us are trying to do here in well, America. Isn't that Melania's Trump's campaign right now? Be best. <laughs> be best. The writers of Riverdale are going to be, be best this season. Let's hope so. Yeah, the first episode didn't leave me with... Too much hope, honestly. But yeah, we'll but dive last, into that. The last time I mentioned it, though. But we're here with a very special first guest of the season. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, <gasps> a recent binger of the entire series. Very true. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Michael Joya, editor at Star Magazine. Yay. Michael, how are you? I'm great. Thank you guys for having me. I'm honored oh my to God. be on Riverdish. Oh my God, thank you for being here. We're honored I, to have you. I feel like I've waited my whole um, binge fest for this. Um, I've prepped and prepared, I've read recaps, I've uh, had a cocktail, and I'm here. I'm ready. Yes. Uh, we should mention, again, all of our listeners are familiar with the sounds of clinking ice in our podcast, <laughs> but we are drinking some Sticky Maples, yes, which is a, a Riverdish classic. Maybe we should tweet out a recipe for it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Give they're you guys, really good. Yeah, so you guys they're can try delicious. it at home. Yeah, they're delicious. Mm. Whole Foods didn't have rosemary sprigs, so I had to buy a full plant. <laughs> so <laughs> Sam, your apartment now has a rosemary plant. Oh, I'm so You're honored. welcome. Thank you. Don't kill it. Uh, so, opening the season three. Oh my god. Michael, what were your thoughts? Or give us a sense too with your binging of the show. Bring us through your journey. My journey. Um, well, you know, you guys really inspired my Riverdale binge fest. Also. Um, at, so uh, Star Magazine is owned by American Media. That's our parent company. So we have a million magazines. We have Us Weekly, um, OK, Star, The Inquirer brand, all that stuff. Um, we usually sit, we were sitting by the Us Weekly people, and we have a couple Us Weekly bingers as well. They like, everyone loves Riverdale, right? So I just was feeling very left out of the conversation. Um, my editor, Shallon at Star, who's amazing, Shallon Lester, she said, you know, it's everything that you want. It has... You know, teen drama, sex, murder, and then there's a musical for me. Um, so naturally, I just like had to jump on board. Um, so I was, I was obsessed. I mean, season two was just a little bit. Um, everyone too was telling me they were like, you know, season one, like really enjoy season one. Season two is like a little bit of an upset, but I really liked it. It was just that I think after we get to the black hood is gone, and then the black hood is back I think that that's that that was the point of like oh my god um but we've we've made it through like the black hood is gone so I'm really ready now um I'm also really wanting another musical but I oh my god I have so many thoughts on that musical episode that poor Carrie versus Carrie it was just really it was it was perfectly ratchet exactly yeah Perfectly, which is a lot of things on Riverdale. Perfectly ratchet. I love. That's how we yeah. love it, though. Right. And that's how coming we love it. from exactly. you, 
Yeah, who like, is your perfectly ratchet. It's my aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so season three, let's talk about some big plot points that we know are coming up and that we got this episode. First of all, I think... they're juniors? <laughs> I can't believe they're juniors. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. They said that. They're like, oh, junior year. I was like, wait. I feel like they want us to lose track of that a bit. We did know they started as sophomores yeah. in the show. So we have had the summer. This The episode was called Labor Day. So we know mm-hmm. this is after Labor Day. Oh, so I'm it, so it makes sense that they're juniors. I agree, though. I think we have a few, like, at least four more seasons left in this show. It's going to be a very long junior into senior year. Yes. Yeah, so, it better be. It better be. But it's summer, so we have some initial... This was a good episode, I thought, in setting the scene with each character. Let's, like, just address the biggest the biggest thing in the room, right? Archie's going to jail. Oh, I think yeah. the biggest thing in the room, honestly, was Kevin's sex pack before Halloween. So, yeah, that was like, Correct too. me if I'm wrong, because I thought I was going <laughs> to see gay sex before Halloween, so, like... <laughs> I thought that that was the biggest Wait, thing. Wait, but also... But whatever, we can talk about the, the like major arrest, but whatever, I'm so excited about Kevin and Moose, so... Ryan sent me a text when we watched the episode, he goes, wait a minute, Kevin is a virgin? So what was he doing while cruising in the woods? <laughs> That's also true. There were a lot of questions in this episode. A like, also, like, why is his mom representing him? We'll get to that. Like, yeah. things that, like, also, like... Why is the judge like, have a good Labor Day weekend? My ass would have ran. I would be like, bye. You're letting me go? Why is there no air conditioning like, in the court? What, exactly. Everyone's like, to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> I mean, like, where are we? There are so many questions that I have. <laughs> it could just be his, you know, people define virginity in different ways. Like, by cruising, he could be doing other things besides, you know, the full shebang. Well, also, too, I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, totally. Because, like... He was in the woods, too. It's like, I would go get a blowjob in the woods, but, like, I wouldn't... Yeah. Oh, my God, am I already being too extra on the No, oh, please, but there's no such thing. But I wouldn't, like... Sex but I wouldn't... Oh, well, the yes, they the had fire. sex in the woods. The yeah. fire from but, like, I wouldn't have sex in the woods. It just sounds like too many bugs, and, like, I'll get, like, literally... <laughs> you get a stick up your ass. I mean, like, the wrong stick. You know what I mean? Like... It's like fire eyes. Wow, we're being so extra on the Riverdish podcast tonight. Well, something I loved that uh, Casey Cott actually just tweeted. Someone tweeted something of him that said, at Casey Cott looks like a generic grumpy old guy uh, (laughs) with his poolside photo. And it's so funny. Casey tweeted back. He said, got nice cows, dough, Benny Bates. Good, Casey. (laughs) But... uh, it's so funny because I had this thought while watching it that I was like, oh my god, that's me at a pool party. Like, fully clothed, <laughs> you are in my chaise lounge, with a book. You know who I was Lounging. at that pool party? Yeah. Tilton Doily, like, on the outskirts of the party, just staring at everybody else, and then quickly moving away. Oh, I was like, yes. that's me at the party. How about Josie, too? Being like, uh, we only have a fling. Bye. She's also the hottest person I've ever seen. Oh my god, that, that girl looks like a little Barbie right. doll. Oh my god, where do we unpack? It, there's just so I much mean, to unpack. So also, say. like, if we're talking about hot, well, that was the bit. That was the main theme, I think, for this episode, which is why I think Riverdale did such a great like entrance into season three. Like, yes. you you started strong, which was great for us because it was like we can get really caught up in the in the crimes and the drums, whatever. But like. What do we really? What do we really want? I want shirtless people. You yeah, know, like I, I just gotta want, say, the men had a glow up between season two and. Season oh my god! Three. I was gonna say it to every. Literally, I wrote it in my notes. I oh took. My iPhone, god. Yes, I took notes on my iPhone in preparation for Riverdale because I was so excited. Yes. Um, Thanks. Everyone got hydra. Yeah. Like, 
I even just... Jughead and the White Feeder, I was like, okay. Every oh, time. and also too, I must say like Cheryl Blossom. Okay, so my I like I toy between like who's my spirit animal, right? Is it like Cheryl Blossom or is it Veronica Lodge? And like I think that I've I think that I'm a Veronica Lodge totally um, because I wouldn't I think that Cheryl's like mean and I think that Veronica's like manipulative. So it's like I'm more like Veronica like manipulative and fun, um, whereas Cheryl can just be mean sometimes. But then I also like love like she entered in that fucking outfit, which is, like, it's summer, and she's wearing, what was she wearing, like, shorts, and she's wearing a red fucking bra, and then, like, a jacket. <laughs> yeah. But I applauded it. Like, I was, like, thank you for that entrance. Okay. Everyone was hot. Everyone was hot on this And then the pool episode. party, oh, another question. Thornhill's back with a pool, refurbished. So, which is sort uh, of an insider secret that Sam and I just learned. Yes. When we were visiting Vancouver, we got to hear a lot about the site locations, etc., and Barbara Wallace, who plays Nana Rose, told us oh, how beautiful where they used to film Thornhill was. So naturally, we looked it up, assuming that we could maybe go. It was pretty far out of the city, so we didn't go. But that mansion does have a like gorgeous pool in the backyard, a pool, a tennis court. So literally, we told each other verbatim, we were like, well, too bad she burnt it down before they could have a pool party. Season three, you know, premiere pool party at Thornhill. And that's why. It was kind of brilliant how they had it burned in the back. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> it wasn't, the burn didn't look awful. It didn't, it looked like it was being like refurbished or something. Yeah. And the pool was lovely. The pool was gorgeous and everyone, oh and Cheryl in the heels on her velvet chase poolside lounge with Tony back from their summer of like owning her lesbian ship motorcycling across the US. Hell yeah. Uh, happy like, national coming out day. Happy national happy. coming out day everybody. For real. Riverdale is here to support. <laughs> Imagine being a teenager in a town, though, where there's this burnt-down mansion with an incredible pool. Like, I was a boring high schooler, but, like, the parties you could have there. Oh, my God. Oh my God. You know, no a, parental supervision. I, I actually got caught once for having a, um, for having a party. I got caught a couple times for having parties, but one of them was because bathing suits were left out. And my mom was like... <laughs> Yeah, she's like, cause you know, like when you're just like in high school, like no one's just like going in the pool for whatever. Like you're too busy hanging out with people unless you're having a pool party. So then she was like, she comes home and she's like, why was I knew from the from the uh, bathing suits because I why was there extra bathing suits hanging out because you had a party. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but you like you said, I mean, if I had that pool, I would go hug wild. Like that would be amazing. Also, where was parental supervision at that party? Oh, it doesn't exist. In exactly, but yeah. you had like an epic. But it was like an epic, like day party. Like it was just like, just sitting by the pool, drinking cocktails, like chilling. I live for as it. you do. As you do. Um, okay, back to Archie. He is consistently the dumbest person on the show, and this episode proves it more than any has ever proved it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, first of all, what are the ethics behind your mother defending you as her lawyer? Also, if anyone watches Real Housewives of Orange County, Molly Ringwald has the same exact hairdo as Kelly Dodd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's all uh-huh. I can think about the whole time. She also kind of looks like Gaga on Colbert recently. Oh, with the hair to the side and then the pony on top. I guess it's a look. It's a look. The, uh, the courtroom was a whole aesthetic, right? <laughs> uh, recently, Luke Perry said on Watch Rappens Live, which Sam and I were in attendance at, that that was his least favorite film uh, scene of the entire series to film. Mm-hmm. Which is a little confusing. 
he didn't do much in it. But maybe I guess that's it why really it's his least favorite. Maybe it really was hot and that wasn't a choice. Maybe yeah. it, like, it's like sweltering and they all just sit there. Yeah. That would be really unpleasant. And he well, could be upset he didn't have more to do. It's like, you guys made me come up here to yeah. be an extra in this scene. Yeah. That's also so like the aesthetic of Riverdale, right? Where it's like you're like straddling the world of like modern day and also this like other era that's like this old timey. And that era. was very apparent in this episode too. Yeah. Because they try to do this thing like where they do an homage to the comics where Betty's like a mechanic fixing the car all of a sudden. Right. And then they're all in that old timey car. But then it's like, no, no, no. Back in 2018. Right. Yeah, so it does that. Which I do love that about Riverdale. Yeah. It's, totally. it's very, very it's campy, show. very kitschy. Yeah. Totally. But yeah. My favorite character this episode was the prosecutor, <laughs> who was prosecuting Archie. Oh. She was giving me Janine Piero meets mm-hmm. Susie Orman realness. Mm-hmm. I did some digging. The actress's name is Penelope Ann Miller, who mm. Tony nom yes in uh, Biloxi Blues next wow. to uh, Matthew Broderick. Oh wow! Back when she was younger. So good for her. Something I now question is being that she's a a larger actress, a U.S. actress that they had travel up to Vancouver to film this, that makes me think that she might be playing a larger part in the series. I actually did read somewhere in maybe a recap or something about this episode, the way that they have all the parents of Riverdale that have been in like these iconic teenage, you know, back in the day movies or TV shows. She was in something too. So she's like another like flash in the past. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you're right, you're probably right. Yeah, I was on her Wikipedia page, <laughs> and all the way down on it, it said... All the way down. You know, it was listing her credits, then it said Riverdale, and it had her... Uh, I wish I had it written down of what it said. You texted to me. Yeah. Uh, it said that she was going to be Archie's mother's girlfriend. Oh. No, it said Mary Andrew's girlfriend. Archie's mother's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I can yeah. think of. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. And I could see Molly Ringwald's... I could see Mary Andrews going lesbian. Yeah. Speaking of the mothers, so we just learned we're getting um, Jughead's mother this season. Yes. Gina Gershon. Yes. Right. You like Gina Gershon? Yes. Wow. I know. I'm very excited Jughead's a strange mother. Wow. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm very excited. I love it. Yeah, So what, Michael, how do you make sense of Archie's decision to plead guilty? I know there is no making sense of it. There is no making sense of it, but also, uh, he's a minor, isn't he? He's 17. No, well, he's a junior, so he's what? He's 16. He has to be either 16 or 17. 17. Yes. So, like, first of all, your mother can't be representing the court. <laughs> Second of all, like, I don't think that as a minor, he should be making even those decisions. But he gets two years um, plus time and a half or something. Right. That's his sentence. What's right? Which is crazy for a in minor. What? In jail. For murder? He gets two... No, I, I know, but, right. but you're saying that that's crazy long? No, 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 but like for a minor... Like a minor, you just get like time and like pick up trash. Like for a murder, yeah. he murdered someone. But that, he didn't. Yeah, but, but like that's, that's like. Yeah. But you can't. Sam's over here <laughs> arguing that two years is unfair for a homicide. Well, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't do it. <laughs> Not guilty. Yeah, but the, uh, uh. Um, but the thing is, is that also what was confusing was that that. Why did the judge say, like, go have a fun Labor Day weekend if he was a potential murderer? <laughs> like, and they just, like, leave and they 
they're like, okay, you can go. Yeah, that like, got Like, we're going to reconvene for a week. We're going to have the weekend. You go have fun on your holiday weekend. Do what you got to do. Go have sex in the woods, like, by the lake that gives you leeches, which also I read wait. in the recap. Yeah, right. wait, wait, here I read in a recap today that it was like, and he just got a tattoo, and then he's diving into a to, into a like a pond. That or says whatever. no swimming so like, after labor. Right, day. right. But he's also gonna get his tattoo terribly infected. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? There's so many things that don't happen. I read something but I that was like, I read something that was like, well, did he catch the no swimming after Labor Day sign? It's probably filled with chemicals. This is Reddit, by the way. But it was like, it's probably filled with chemicals, and they're all gonna get supernatural powers. And I'm like, okay, but it wasn't after well. Labor Day. No, but you never so know. So it was safe. Throughout the episode, it, we got those flashes of him seeing his buddies, like, go off without him. Right? You know, there were those magical moments where his hands were covered in blood. Right, well, like, exactly. Like, he show... still feels like he has blood on his hands. You know, like, isn't that so, like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, Macbethian. Yeah, it's just so, like, um... That's the the theme, I guess, is that he has he's like he still has this person's blood on his hands because he didn't go after like he didn't save him in any way, right? Um, so he still feels guilty, but it just doesn't make he doesn't make sense because everyone is guilty in Riverdale. I mean, like right. Mm-hmm. And the worst I case, still, the Betty the Betty uh, covering up that murder still haunts me to this oh, day. Yeah, her covering up that murder and scrubbing the floor still haunts me. Yeah, I'll never get over it. Yeah. And, like, the worst thing that would have happened to Archie, right, is that they just, like, had to go to court again. He was really hot in that courtroom. That's what I thought. I'd I'd rather, like, go to, you know, AC. Granted, I don't know if the prison will have air conditioning. I doubt it. Do (laughs) they? That's probably good for us to know. I was, like, thinking, like, did you mean, like, hot, like, temperature-wise or, like, hot in the bow tie? But, anyway. (laughs) The bow tie was cute. The bow tie was cute. Um, It was a look. Yeah, that, 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 um... That courtroom. Yeah. Well, speaking of Betty covering up the murder, the uh, the Cooper girls are definitely going through their fair share of issues. Uh, Alice is dealing with her husband being a serial killer. I love how like every show does this in the CW. Like Pretty Little Liars did it. Um, all like the superhero shows do it. If a woman is going through like a crisis or an emotional turnover, they just take off her eyeliner. So, like, Alice, you see her this season, she just has no makeup and, like, a floral, like, kimono. And you're like, oh, you're so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all do it. It's I so was, funny. I was digging her new looks, though. She was giving me anthropology. Yeah, she realness. needs some eyeliner. Yeah, That's also, too, um, what's Betty's sister name? Polly. Polly, Polly, Polly. Easy to forget. Uh, yeah. D- she's so she's, forgettable. She's sometimes. a literal lump. Yeah, she looks so different. She's just a Wamp. lump. She looks so different. Also, though, we... The actress is lovely. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Sure she is. But she just looks... She looked so different this time around. I don't know what it was. They were both giving me weird vibes. And the fact that, like, I was so confused on why they kept on bringing up Edgar. (laughs) Who who the fuck is Edgar? He's the leader of the cult. So I read somewhere that the cult is loosely inspired by Wild Wild Country. So I am feeling that Edgar's going to be kind of a... What was that guy's name? Like, the leader... Uh, well, I, I really only remember Martin and Sheila. But the one that she was obsessed <laughs> Rusty's with. Rusty's Perron, yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, Edgar is the leader of the cult. Mm. And it's a crazy name, like Edgar Evernever, or whatever. I was looking up his, because I, because then I had to Google that, too. I was like, who the fuck is Edgar? Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then I saw, like, a casting breakdown for it. Yes. 
So I was like, I found that. So he's going to be recurring. So we're going to get a lot of Edgar. Mm-hmm. Um, was still so curious about who he was. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I just was so very confused. Yeah, as to, like, and it's, it's a full-fledged cult. And during this, Betty, I love it. That I lo- the only thing that makes her interesting is her new Adderall problem. <gasps> that's what I was just going to say. I love it. I so love like, it so much. There was just so many questions <laughs> on Riverdale uh, Season 3 uh, series premiere. Yes. Uh, why? Okay, why is she taking Adderall? Why does she not look like she's had an Adderall? Like, she's just chilling. Like, why isn't she, like... Well, Betty like, has the same expression I, for everything. It's like, I'm so sad. I'm so happy. Right. I love you, Jughead. Ah, like, that's it. So it's just, like, she's taking these Adderall for her internship to help Archie, even though nothing is... So, and she's she writing only, her own prescriptions. Too. She only made exactly got respect, it's like, got respect, girl. I was like, girl, how did you get that out on? Are you right. going to share? Also, Michael Glass was a nice little um, Brady Bunch reference because Jan oh. makes up, oh, you know, Josh Glass. So she makes up, oh, Doctor Glass, and it was a little like, ah, oh, I see. Easter egg. Michael and I share the same primary care physician. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Marissa Newman. Yes, shout out to Dr. Newman. We love you. Oh, cute. But Betty's smart, so it makes sense that she's able to forge these prescriptions. And I guess she's doing it just to focus outside of the fact that her dad killed four people and tried to kill her, her mother, and sister she, in their house. She made one reference. Oh, she refer- Right. She made one reference to being like, I haven't gotten sleep in so long. And it's like, okay, now I get that you're on Adderall. Like, was that the line to, sh- to shoehorn in to be like, she's on Adderall? Um, P.S. But, like, also, why haven't I seen her taken Adderall at all? Why haven't I seen her strung out on Adderall? Why? Like, I'm so... If that came out of nowhere. Was anyone else surprised by it? Because, like, I just felt like, what? She's taking Adderall? When did I miss this? Well, her mother, in this in the season one pilot, they tried to make Betty's pill problem a thing. It didn't last mm-hmm. long story-wise. It kind of disappeared kind of quickly. See, I don't even remember it. But you I told see... Told you I have bad memory. That's, I mean, it was a while ago at this point, but now they're bringing it back. Which, I just binged it yesterday. Which I like for yeah. Betty. <laughs> <laughs> see, I like that for Betty. I, I mean, it makes her more interesting, I think, to have... <laughs> prescription pill totally. problem. She's a she's an Adderall addict. I love like, that. Remember that woman at Goop? <laughs> oh, we went to Gwyneth Paltrow's store, <laughs> Goop, in the Hamptons, <laughs> and they, you know, they had all these newfangled things. Uh, and there was something called like moon juice, mm-hmm. where like the woman was describing it to us, and I said, I said, Sam, that could be your new Adderall. <laughs> and the girl said, Oh my God, yes. <laughs> uh, but. So that's that's the Cooper household. So let's talk about Jughead some. Oh God. Okay. Let's talk about Jughead. Well, first of all, like I said, I think that he looked great in his wife beater. He looked yes. really good. I thought he looked good. Although, like I said, when I was discussing this in debriefing this morning with my editor, she was like, "Just can you do a couple more push-ups?" Because like <laughs> KJ Abba definitely has some beat. Oh yeah. Oh, well, for sure. I mean, of that. course. Yeah. Of course, it is hard to be. Well, back, another but, like, insider thing, though. Apparently, in Vancouver, and Ryan and I can attest because we actually traveled there recently. There's not much to do. So if you're not filming and you're just there, you're at the gym. You're working out. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had one of those jobs. Right. Same. I know. And you're also on. And TV, you know so that you're on. Yeah. yeah. Right, but Jughead looks good. Jughead and Betty are in full swing. Also, I loved that my favorite character that was in one episode so far was back. Hot dog. Yeah. Oh my god. I was literally like, who the f- <laughs> hot dog? Did you think it was a person, like a gang member? Yeah, because you have, what's his name? Slippy. <laughs> yeah, Slippy, tall boy. Like, like Slippy, Slippy. 
So I was like, hot dog ain't gonna be a dog. Like, I thought it was gonna be a person, a lanky person. And another question (laughs) when they assembled at Thornhill, and it was like Tony, Cheryl, Jughead, Sweet Pea, and Betty. It was just like, why is Betty now full fledged queen of the serpents? Like, how did that happen? Why is that happening? Like, what what did they call her? They called her queen of the serpent. Serpent queen. Yeah. And I was just like, because of the dance? Like, why? Like, You're not the serpent queen, honey. I'm mostly confused about how Hot Dog was missing the entire summer, and no one really cared. Because <laughs> nobody, nobody... Like, is it, what's that dog, Homeward Bound? Is that when the dog, like, goes on <laughs> the journey alone? Mm. I feel, you know, like, I, I, I just picture Hot Dog in Fox Forest, like, oh, no. discovering his own way. Gotta say, I'm, like, pretty a sociopathic, but if, like, there's a dog in peril or lost... I really started to get really emotional I am right now. And Hot Dog is a beautiful sheepdog, and I can't stand the ghoulies. Penny, like, I just, I can't. They suck. Yeah, she's really annoying at this point. I know. But they I don't know, that's one of those storylines that I feel like I just don't really pay attention enough to. Yeah. So I was just like, what? Because, again, like I said, you're, what I'm really paying attention to are the pool party part, the pool party Yeah, of course. Parts, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's what I really want to know about. Yeah, but we still got gang violence. I can tell violence. you all about the times that they, like, like where and when Veronica and Archie did it, but I can't <laughs> tell you about who is hot dog. Yeah, but you know what we got out of that scene? Cheryl as Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> you know what? See, like I said, Cheryl is definitely, like I said before, I'm really trying to figure out who I am in all of this and where I fit. And now Cheryl is really winning me over this season so far. I mean, she walked in in a hot outfit. She's hosting a pool party. She's a lesbian. I love lesbians. Her and funny are hot. They're so hot. So I mean, hot. like, I love a good lesbian relationship. Children. I love both of them. And she's like, badass bitch shooting people. She gives no fucks. No. I kind of love it. She's Instead, great. it's like, when Cheryl shoots, she never misses. Mm-hmm. Like, when did, she learn, when did she do that? Like, we saw that when she shot the Black Hood. Yeah, we know she's a very skilled archer. Yeah, that's true. She practices yeah. at home all the time. <laughs> I'm sure Nana Rose was an archer as well. It probably I, I runs in the that, family. Maybe that's why she has two colored eyes. How so was, we were also... How, how was Nana Rose? Oh, iconic. Everything you'd want her to be in the war. Like, I how was our it? last episode of our travelogue, we had a we had drinks with Nana Rose, and it was iconic and amazing. Once again, Nana Rose didn't really Did know what... Did say, like, epic things? Like, were you just, like, so, like, poised to be in her presence? Was it great? Yeah, it was tricky, right? Because, understandably so, Barbara didn't know what a podcast was. So she wasn't willing to record Stop. one. But everything <laughs> leaving in her mouth was so iconic that, like, I just wanted to, like, lodge it in my memory bank. For weeks after, I would just keep texting Sam, like, different things as they came into my head of, like, quotes that she said. And Sam was like, stop texting me these things. <laughs> but, like, it, they would come back to me in flashes of, like, oh, my God, remember when she said that? <laughs> there, that was gift, my one. That's, I I kept on that's another complaint about this episode. Not enough yeah. Nana Rose. No, not, not enough Nana, Nana Rose. Yeah. No. What we did get, however, though, was what will end up being the ultimate mystery of this season. We have the Gargoyle King. So we have Dilton and Ben, famous from the Bijou with with Cheek. Um, So we had them early in the episode playing, I guess, Riverdale's version of Dungeons and Dragons, which I've never played. And it's called, on the show, um, it's called Griffins and Gargoyles. And I've never played that game, but apparently, like, 
there's like true detectivist role play themes in this. Well, I don't I don't know about true the, the uh, Roberto has said the season is going to be very yeah, similar to the game true with the role play and all that. Like that all feeds in. Yeah. So do you have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? No, I it's like a big thing, D and D. No, 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 never. It's, oh, it's so not us. <laughs> no, hard. I used to play uh, Pokemon. Like I would go to like I would make my parents take me to Toys R Us and play. Pokemon. Okay, I think that's, similar, but not that's as far as I got. <laughs> yeah, but that's a big thing. So they're playing this, and you can tell in the beginning it pops like it's it's gonna be a thing, and then later on, Dilton kind of confronts Jughead right before the trial, saying he's very worried because he he saw the Gargoyle King in real life. And I, it's kind of like a LARPy, like, I gotta, like, I guess you have to look into the game, but, you know, it's all make-believe and role-play, that kind of thing, in this, like, medieval-type game. But Dilton had seen the Gargoyle King and is very spooked because he said, it's, it's real, and can you help me, Jughead? And Jughead's like, ah, I gotta go to trial. Be right back. But can you hang out? So Dilton hangs out in the trailer, comes back, and J- Jughead comes back, and Dilton's MIA. But instead, there's a map of Fox Forest on the oh, wall. That's right. I was so like that. See, this is that was the part that I like need to rewatch. <laughs> yeah, rewatching won't help. It's it's uh, it's confusing. I mean, it's basically, always... there's a drawing of the Gargoyle King, and Jughead like puts two and two together. Dilton's missing. There's a drawing of this. It looks like it's an X place at Fox Forest. He looks at his phone, but then he still has a fucking compass. Who has a compass if they have an iPhone? And he goes to this location where he assumes that Dilton went. And what does he find? Someone take over. Uh, There's Dilton and Ben people. dead with yeah. markings I mean, it's quite on the their scene. back. It's quite yeah. the scene. Like, it's, it's very... Um, I mean, you know, we have this cold storyline, and then we have this Dungeons and Dragons thing, and we have this big statue replica of the Gargoyle King, and we have kind of this, like... Um, what's it called? Like a... I mean, it seems like a ritualistic killing. Yes. Which brings, which ties us into True Detective season one. Mm -hmm. And the Colts, pretty much. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, those two, they might be separate, but they kind of work together. Yeah. Because you have markings on their back. They're kneeling in this, like, you know, dog. What's the yoga Kind of down, uh, down Noah, well, down. they were sort of, um, in child's pose. Yeah, it yeah, was they child's were kind of pose. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorites. Oh, it's such a good one. Because you don't really have to do much. It kind of is. It's like sometimes, though. I can't, my feet are kind of weird, so I can't get them to, like, be on the floor correctly in that pose. Yeah. So, like, everything else in my life, I fake it. But, The murderer uh, would be so pissed off. He's, like, trying <laughs> to get your feet back. And but like, then Ben is, like, foaming at the mouth. Yeah, with kind of green goo. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, Nickelodeon. Like yeah. Uh, it's so it's interesting though. The first thing that Sam and I texted each other after we watched the episode was, "Is this going supernatural?" Because it's well, very easy to feel that. The good news is, since we've watched the episode, the cast has done interviews where they have said it's not supernatural. Which tells us this a is a killer, and then we'll get into it in a second. But the cold thing was probably Betty hallucinating. Maybe someone messed up her drugs. Or maybe yeah, all that Adderall. That's fucking Adderall. But then, yeah, let's get a set, though. But the, yeah, that was weird with the love-seating babies. Yeah, so first of all, Juniper and Dagwood. <laughs> so Betty gets home and she sees the cult in action. 
Right. First of all, who are those other cult members? I want to talk to them. I want to, like, they fascinated me. I watched the episode a couple times and I kept looking at them. They were like a crew of people we have never seen before. And I was like, oh, they look fun. But we see um, Betty's mother, Alice, and Polly holding the babies, and they're about to drop them in the fire. And then Betty's staring, and as they drop them, they start levitating. And then we see Betty convulse and have right. she faints and has a seizure. Which seems kind of like it was induced by whatever drug she took or was given. Just knowing yeah. that it's I don't know. I mean, it was so dramatic. No right? more ODs, like, you guys, because I can't. My poor, my poor Star Magazine heart can't take it. I no, can't write about another overdose. Oh, yeah. No. Oh no. So. Oh. <laughs> All the stars. It's real. <laughs> it is. Well, look, I want to ask you guys. What do you think the cult's purpose is? Like, what do you think the end? Well, is? okay. Do we think that it's going to like? Do we think that this is gonna be also a big setup for a Sabrina crossover? We know it's happening eventually. I don't. I don't know so much about a setup necessarily because we know it's not this season. So we have an entire mm-hmm. twenty-three so episode. Was a big telling arc. thing of not having a crossover this season, right? Um, but I think the interesting thing with Archie is like you have a bird of the showrunner who kind of got his job by writing Afterlife with Archie, which got into the zombie world. But it has been said in a couple interviews that it's not skewing Supernatural just yet. So I don't think it's setting that up. But then what what it makes you think is, like, what's... Honestly, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Right. I think it's still focused on, like, killers and serial killings and cults and just, like, the sinister aspects of a town. Yeah. But it did feel very Supernatural, though. So I was like, where is this going? Yeah. But now knowing that it's not Supernatural, it's, it's... dark it's dark because it's one thing to murder someone it's a whole other ball game i feel to like murder someone and then like make it look pretty <laughs> you know like because those <laughs> yeah. like symbols no, yeah, mean like things sick. yeah like there's like really dark stuff going i wonder on. so you know the black hood went after sinners and this is only one episode and we don't really know the details of the game yet but what do we think the gargoyle king is going after Gamers. Can <laughs> 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 you imagine? Wait, take me back to season one. Who was the killer? Um, it was um, the Blossom Father. <gasps> oh, the yeah. Trent Clifford. Yes. So that was like family. Last season was like... Right. Last season was like sinners. And now it's... I mean, I guess like if you... I don't know. I mean, we don't know enough yet. Well, look, we've got two fathers as killers. Like, do we have like a theme right. going on here? I always take to Reddit to like see the fan conspiracies right away. And someone was someone said online today, like deep in the Reddit vortex, was like, "It's gonna end up Dark Betty versus the Gargoyle King. Just watch." And that was interesting to me. Well, like, hmm. well, also to you know, like turning the conversation to Betty. Um, she's done. Lily Reinhardt's done a couple of interviews where she wants to keep on talking about like everyone has this dark side to them, right? Um, and I think that Betty is one of the people who we see has such a dark side. And, like, we haven't seen all that. Like, that hasn't been all unpacked yet. Yeah. Like, we see her crazy, like, S&M shit. We see her crazy, like, you know, like, wanting justice for the with these guys. And then we see her cover up that murder. Like, there was just so... And then we see her, like... You can't get over that murder. I can't get over the murder. <laughs> I literally can't get over it because I was like, no! Why are you involved? 
And then you see her like send Chick off to the wolves and be like, fuck you, like, bye. So, uh, which is so interesting because it's like none of the kids have really started trouble yet. Like, it's just been these fathers, right? So it's like, is Betty going to be one of the first, like, how evil is she going to get? I don't know. Yeah. I think it'd be so interesting for one of the four main characters to turn as a villain. It'd be so interesting. Yeah. Also, can we talk about soon, um, Veronica? Oh my girl. Yes! Oh, yes. Because, because, because you're girl. You're girl. she's my girl. Because I'm talking about, like, getting sinister and get, like, the look that she get, like, she is about to go ape shit on Hiram Lodge. Like, I cannot wait well, to she, see what goes she down. she disowns her dad in this episode. Yes! She when she said says, that, she when she said, oh like, God. I am not your daughter. Forget it. You are not, I'm not your daughter. I was like, yes, girl. <laughs> like, that is my kind of girl because, like, she is about ready to turn on daddy. She's like, no, fuck you. You don't fuck with my boyfriend. Like, I, res- I like her. I, I just love her. No, it was crazy. And also, I want to touch on Hermione because we got a rare inside scoop of Hermione's brain saying to Veronica, like, I'm not your father's puppet. I have another agenda of my own. So that was interesting to me because we've only seen her kind of, like, be the good wife and, like, stand by Hiram. But I think we are going to get a different taste of Hermione this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? We're Michael. also going to see young Hiram. Yes, we are. And it's mm-hmm. Mark Consuelos' son. I know. It's going to be interesting. Michael. <laughs> Michael, as a writer for Star Magazine, mm. if you were to go to Riverdale and work for, let's say, the Blue and Gold or Riverdale Register, as a reporter, like, pitch us some stories. No pressure. Oh, my gosh. No. You know what I mean? Like, what would what would the Star Magazine of Riverdale be covering? <laughs> well, the Star Magazine of Riverdale would be covering all the relationships. I mean, like, that's what we would want to know about right um i don't know i mean jughead is doing an actually really good job i i love that see like that as the writer in me like and the journalist in me i love all this shit that he's like trying to uncover like all these stories um yeah i don't know that's a tough question wow barbara walters here you know i like that (laughs) I like that. No, I think you're right, though. Like, just for the relationships, like, you know, the, there are no celebrities in... Well, Josie and the Pussycats, I guess, or would be, like, I mean, the biggest yeah, celebrities. I would, I, well, no. also, though, too, I mean, like, let's think back to the affairs that happened, like, uh, uh-huh. Josie's mother and, and uh, mm-hmm. what's her, what's his face? Sheriff Teller. Sheriff uh, Teller. Also, Insider Scoop, they're having a wedding this season. Do really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at that. So you cover that? You do a wedding spread? Absolutely. Oh, that's smart, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, we also, though, too, we do cover a lot of crime. So um, the crime stuff is super interesting. I mean, I'm all for these little crusaders who are trying to uncover all the stories. I love, that's why I also love about Riverdale. Like, yeah, I do. Good I answer. Know. You got me, you got me stumped. Yeah. Hey, Michael, so your dream musical for Riverdale to the Next. Oh, my God, I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that as I was walking walking here. Um, It could be a couple. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, Carrie was a great... You should do Bat Boy. Bat Boy's another good one. Ooh, that'd be good. Um, I was thinking Heathers. Oh, my God, Heathers would be great as well. Um, Can we talk, though, about really quick... I know that you've covered it all before, but, like... When Cheryl Blossom sang, and it was just not pretty. I mean, like, I was living for all of it, you know? 
I gotta say though, when I'm sad sometimes, on my iTunes, I listen to When You Walk Through the Hill. She, Sarah Watson's version of You'll Never Walk Alone. Five octaves sound. Like, I'm obsessed. It is, it is so terribly so amazing obsessed. that I'm obsessed with it. It's amazing. I would, the keys are a choice. A the choice. Key, well, oh my god. When they did In and they switched keys every, every freaking line, yeah. I was living for it. And then you make the one, the one actor in your cast who is a trained singer. Casey. Is the director of the musical? <laughs> Why ain't he the star? What is happening? I, I could not believe. I know. <laughs> like, Homeboy graduated, didn't he graduate, like, what, Michigan? Carnegie Mellon. Carnegie Mellon, Mellon. Mellon. there you go. One of those schools. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, what? Like, I, come on. A choice. Choices choice. were made. And I was like, oh my god, I can't. I know. But, I know. Little Shop would be good, too. Little Shop With, would with be Kevin Tillers. Oh mm-hmm. my god, yes. And like pop because, as Audrey too. Oh my god, pop <laughs> as Audrey too. That would be great. No, but I would love another musical for this season. I I think we're getting one. I know we're getting one. We are? Yes. Little Shop How does exciting. make the most sense to me, but we know that Greg Berlanti is producing the movie Little Shop. Right. So I think it would be too same same to do Unless they do some crazy series. marketing ploy. <laughs> like one actor doing it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. Ben Platt found shaking. You know, it's like the first West Side, now Little Shop. Like, someone, someone put that boy on life alert. Let's not take everything away from him. Okay, Fine. so quick theories, though. Next death, who will it be? <gasps> Ooh. Oh, I can't say because we know. Yeah, you can't say it. Michael, what do you <laughs> Oh, my God. How dare you do this to me? I don't think of death. Wait, like, who deserves to die? How do you do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this to me? me? To me! Um, Everyone goes yes, sir. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Lady Gaga. Um, uh, who is it gonna be? You know what? I. <laughs> you know what? I think it's so deep. I wouldn't be surprised if Josie goes at some point. Oh my god, she's oh. so pretty. But like, how shaken would they be that like this town's little yeah. like singer yeah. who is like. J- the, 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 um, what is it? The lead singer of Josie and the Pussycats. The name of Josie and the Pussycats. Dead. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. that would be crazy. I know. See, they can only do that though. But like. The supernatural element. Like, she'll come back as like, the ghost. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, she's not one of like, those main, like, four or five people. Like, right. she's like, yeah. kind of in the, like, she's the like. Thing. It's early yet. There, but like, not there. yet. Like, right. give us two more seasons and then like, are she dies. <laughs> like, right now it's like. Okay, like who are the, the secondary characters that we could still shock you with? Right. As long secondary. as Nana Rose doesn't go, <laughs> I'm okay. The day she goes, I like, might stop doing this. Sorry, it's listeners. Like everyone else is. It's like everyone else is gonna say. Like we know that like Cheryl Blossom and like the the four, the Fab Four, are gonna stay, and like you know, and like Kevin. Ugh, I'm so ready though for Kevin and Lewis. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, I love them. I know. They're cute together. That's what I want to know what's going to happen. Like, I want to know... Kevin needs an episode devoted to him. I agree. It's so interesting because he was like... He was, what, uh, recurring on the first season and then he became a regular. And then it was like, I felt like he became a regular and you're like, but where is he? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I need need more. I hope this season, like, my hope is that, like, we get that. And, like, I did feel... I did... The thing I did like about the premiere is I did feel like we got good storylines from each of the main four. 
So I hope that it, and you got like glimpses of like Josie and you got glimpses of Kevin. So I hope that as we go on these 22, these next 21 episodes, you get more of like the Kevins and the Josies and like the sweet peas. Like I want more of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it remains to be seen. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my God. Wow. Where, where, wow. where can we follow you? You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the socials at Michael C for Christopher Joya G I O I A. Yes, and yes. you can read your and you work. can read me on any, um, basically anywhere magazines are sold. Uh, yes. Check out Star Magazine. Flip to the couples section, the entertainment section, the cover story, burning questions, or basically any other page in that magazine because there's only uh, two of us who write it. So I'm sure it gets old, but do you ever walk into Hudson News and just like flip through your articles? I think that would be so tempting. I love Hudson News in general. Like I can, <laughs> like <laughs> I like will not go in. Like I never go to a magazine store. Put me in a, like, a transportation place. <laughs> and by that, I mean, like, a train station, a train station, <laughs> terminal. And, like, oh, I spend so much time in Hudson News. Just find me through. I'm, like, really, I'm, like, really OCD, and I, uh, I'm, like, really crazy proofreader, so I will flip to things. Like, if, I, if I'm online and I see it, I will, like, flip to things, and I will start proofreading articles and find... Probably, like, uh, like I will literally look for mistakes because I'm crazy. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I pass it every day in the morning at, like, Port Authority or wherever. Like, sure. I literally, I see it all the time, and I'm like, oh, that's what our, that's our cover. And, yeah. And I wrote that, and I remember that story. But also, too, I kind of, we're, we're literally, like, on to the next magazine, so I kind of forget what happened on the last one. But yeah. there we are. But... Riverdale was included in our entertainment section because I was so obsessed with it that yes. I wanted to spread it all around because now I get to write all the entertainment stuff, so. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. What's that? Well, Sam, where can we follow you? Sam Gold with two Ds. I did not direct Fun Home on the other one. <laughs> you can follow me at Ryan Bloomquist. You can follow us on Twitter at Riverdish. You can follow our brand new Instagram page at Riverdish Pod. Email us your theories, questions, desires. Sweet ass. Riverdishpod at gmail.com. And uh, be sure to leave a five star review. Nothing less. <laughs> no, you can be honest. Uh, but <laughs> reviews do help, and we would greatly appreciate it. All right, you guys, in the meantime, uh, I would stay away from games. Yeah, stay away from... Don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Don't do it. No. No. Nothing good can come. All right. Bye, River Vixens. Bye!